The conversation continues. Part two of Gamble's Green Room, episode six with guest Yeko Ladzekpoko starts now. And then here we are years later. And as I said, she's my sis. So throughout these years, as I said, I, I clung to Yeko real, real quick. We really became brother and sister real quick. And I always said if they if the family ever went back to Ghana, um, I wanted to go with them because it was just, it was a part of me. I just like, mm-hmm. I just felt I want to be there. I want to be there. And I want to be with the family. Uh, as you said, dad retired in 2007. Seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. 2007. And uh, like, he liked me from even more from that moment. We're going to get into that in a little bit. And so there's a couple trips that you were going and I couldn't go because I was working in Sweden. And then you called me, you called me and was like, gamble. I was like, yes, <laughs> but yes. I already know what you're saying. Just tell me what it is. Yes. And you were going in the summer of 2017. And I was like, I am making this happen. Cause I had my entire summer off that year. Um, y'all went before me. Cause I went, I was actually going to the States before then right. I, my annual summer trip. Yep. And, uh, I came about two weeks later and had the and time. We, we, we usually try to meet up for that. And yeah. the last couple of times we would always go to Roscoe's and yep. we would have lunch. But that particular summer we couldn't because I was already headed yep. out to Ghana. And uh, yeah, you had to take care of your business with your family and folks here and then get back before. Yeah, my mother, my mother turned 70 that year. My godmother turned 60 that year. I had my high school reunion that I was organizing. One of my nephews was graduating from college. I was just like, yo, y'all trying to kill me. And then what you don't know is, so I had planned it where I was going to do my trip to the U.S. I was going to come back to Sweden, have two days to repack, reclean, reset myself, and then go to Ghana because I was going to be mm-hmm. in Ghana for three and a half weeks. On the day I'm leaving from the States, there's a huge thunderstorm happening and I'm supposed to fly from Boston back to Sweden. And I get a text message while I'm at Target, like buying all my toiletry. Like you always do a toiletry run when you're in the States before you go back over to Europe because you can't get all the same products. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's sunny and I'm going to go home and pack. And I get a message. Your flight has been canceled until tomorrow <laughs> due to the storm. And I'm like, what? No, there is no way that that can happen because flying back to Europe, you lose a day. Right. So if my flight was going to be delayed for another day, I was going to miss yes. my flight yeah. to yeah. Ghana, which I couldn't reschedule because I was in the U S so I had to be in, the, I was like, no, this is not going to happen. So I'm calling air Canada. I'm like, listen, this can't happen. I need to be on a flight tonight. I became Miranda Priestley <laughs> from devil wears Prada. It's nothing but wind. There's no rain right now. Just get me on a plane right. so I can get home. So the woman on the phone is like, so um, nothing's fine. They're actually, where are you? I'm like, I'm in Connecticut right now. She's like, can you get to Newark, New Jersey? I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, there's a flight leaving tonight at 730. It is currently 245 p.m., Newark is a three hour drive from where I am in Connecticut. 
and I have to drive to New York. So if wow. I leave now, right. I'm going to hit New York rush hour traffic and the pending storm. So I am like, yo, put me on the flight. She's like, what I'll do is I'll put you on the flight and I'll keep your original flight as standby just in case you have to make that you don't make it. I'm like, I'm not driving to New Jersey, then back to Connecticut, then back to Boston. So I'm, like, I'm going to make wow. this flight. Right. So I am, my mom is like, baby, I'm like, shut up. Don't talk. I'm just throwing shit in the suitcases. I'm just like, I got to go. I got to jump. I have a rental car that now I have to drive one way to another place. I'm like, listen, I just need to re- be reimbursed for all. She's like, we'll take care of it. Oh my God. So I get to New York. I get to this New York border in an hour and a half. We're not going to talk about how fast I was driving, but as soon as I right. hit the New York border, guess what happens? Zoom, 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 zoom. Thunderstorm out the wazoo. We are now crawling at five miles an hour. <laughs> No joke. And I'm like, oh my God. But I have my phone. So I'm tracking the flight and the flight's delayed and flight's delayed. I get to the airport literally 45 minutes before the plane is supposed to take off. And it the only thing that the flight, only thing that the flight tracker says is the flight is still delayed. It doesn't say what time, it says delayed. So I literally park in the emergency lane. Grab my shit, run in, oh my and I'm God. just standing there. I'm like, listen, I'm supposed to be on a flight at 7.30 and 45 minutes. I just drove from Connecticut through a fucking thunderstorm. I need to be on this right. flight. She's like, baby, baby. She goes, baby. Right. She's like, baby, baby, it's okay. The flight's delayed. It doesn't leave for another hour. So you are, I can check you in now and make sure your bags are there and they'll check all the way over. You're going to have to change flight in Frankfurt, but you might miss that because of the delay, but we'll make sure you're taken care of. I was like, thank you. So actually, by the time I got to Sweden, I had 12 hours to, then, to get home, right? repack, do all of my stuff, then to get to Ghana. And then I was there with y'all and had a ball. And see, I would have never known that because when you got off that flight and I came to pick you up, you were just like, with your bag just ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I made it. I had, I had made it. I have made it. You weren't yeah, right. I mean, other people would have been like just drab, stressed, looking like they just went nah. through. Mm-mm. You were so excited Mm-mm. to just be there and you were ready to go. You were like, then, what, 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 what are we doing? What's happening? Where, where are we going? <laughs> uh, and then, like you said, we went through uh, Black Square. Uh, yeah, that was one of our first stops to see where yep. the original um, uh, ceremony happened for the uh, uh, Independence, Independence. Day festivities. Yeah. And then um, the random dudes wanted to take a picture of me because they thought I was a celebrity. Right. I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. Um, like, yeah, just went all over. And then we went to obviously the one of the slave castles. Ooh, um, that was, I, I don't want to yeah. say humbling experience, but like reality check. <clears throat> yeah, it definitely does something to you. And, you know, all the times that I've gone back home with my parents during the summers, right, we always go and it's just the same. It's the same feeling and experience every time. It never gets any easier, if you will, if that's even right. something to be said about it. Yeah. But it's also just a... Uh, a remembrance like a, a reality mm-hmm. check but a reminder and then you know this last trip with you I actually gained more from it in a sense of you know uh, a type of relief um um just really getting 
a grip with our part in that history. Yeah. Right. With the local roles in it, the local roles in it. And, you know, coming to terms with that, that, you know, we had a part in it. It wasn't just mm-hmm. the white man coming to, you know, da, 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 and pillaging and removing and <clears throat> like we had like corruption is everywhere. <laughs> right. We had a part in it, in that destruction. Um, and, you know, it, it was kind of like. Just not a relief in the sense that, you know, oh, OK, yay. Like it was just like. It was just the tension that was relieved yeah. just to kind of be okay with knowing the different plights of mm-hmm. just that whole time and understanding it and being okay with it. Not right. just hating on them, you know, not saying that we had to hate on ourselves, but we had no. to really look in the mirror and be like, okay, mm-hmm. it, this wasn't one-sided. Yes, they came in and invaded in a way, but -hmm. they knew who to go to to then, you know, infiltrate. And that that was on us, you know? So, yeah. (sighs) Those are great times, though. I mean, being in Canada, not the slavery. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) That was the wrong segue. (laughs) Talk about a transition. But we're going to transition this. So we had, so we had a driver, Victor, that uh, he also became family. Mercy driver that he he took to Brighton so well. <laughs> yes, like like Brighton was his boy. Yeah, but driving down to Anyako to to the family village, you brought this up last time. Where talk about torrential rains, right? <laughs> we so Victor was a speed demon. Yes, we have a. We have a 12 to 16 passenger van yep. that is just, and there's about 12 of us in the van and he is going like a hundred miles an hour, like 160 kilometers an hour, like no joke in torrential, in torrential downpour rain where the windshield wipers are going. And then the windshield wiper flies <laughs> off the car in the middle of the rain. Well, see, does no. he slow down? Well, well, what happened was we were good. We were good. There was, there was, weather was fine. We were going, heading our way. Everything was great. And then, yes, these just random moments of torrential downpour, you know, where we had to turn on the windshield wipers because it was like literally buckets <laughs> of water splashing on the windshield. Couldn't see, but nothing. So yeah, he turns it on and you know, it was a car that God knows when the last time it was even maintenance. Right. That's how things work. Back <laughs> That's the other thing. Right. Um, uh, yeah, he turned it on and it went do, 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 do. And just like, <laughs> <until after. laughs> gone. So, and it was his side, I believe. Wasn't yeah, it his it Mr. Wiper? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So the other one was doing just fine. And then it was just like pedals. And he was still going fast. And we were like, uh, Victor, okay, you know, you can I'll slow down just a little bit because, you know, it wasn't like there was a Pep Boys around the corner. We could right. like Google next, like, you know, car part store. No. <laughs> and then thank god literally thank god <laughs> the 
there was just a random, you know, patron on the roadside selling random stuff because that's what they do. They just be selling the <laughs> most random stuff in these little, you know, side carts, <laughs> roadside carts. And yeah, we happened to find uh, some windshield wipers and uh, switched it out. And of course, drove for a few miles and the rain stopped. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> and then we uh, in in the in the family village, you know, dad had to take care of some uh, business, some family business. And we arrived on uh, day one or two of the ceremony when we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, as Yako said, dance is part of the celebration in the morning. It's uh, it's life. So we're sitting around and they're dancing and I'm just, I'm just, I feel like I'm, I don't want to intrude. I don't want to come in from the outside, even though I'm with the family, I don't mm-hmm. want to, and you're like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just going just chill for like, no. And I forget who it was. One of the elders came up to me and just like, tapped me on the shoulder and scooted my butt and was mm-hmm. like, go on, go on. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I joined and everybody just went right. like, Oh, he is family. Okay. Cause they don't, they don't, <clears throat> excuse me. They didn't know that we were like, some of us were dancers or drummers and stuff. And I, I, I think I remember it was, uh, Bardalis, what's Justin, Justin JB, uh-huh, uh-huh. that he started drumming and they were like him and Derek started yes. drumming and they were like, yeah. raise an eyebrow. Yeah. And then me, Jess, and Jess. Well, Jess and Jess went in first. And then you were like, come on. I was like, no, 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 no. And then I came in and the whole, like the whole thing just went, whoa. Yeah. And big the woman that I called Big Mama, she had yes. a big teal dress. Yes. And she was like, Ooh, come on. <laughs> like it was this woman is if you think of coming to America, the woman that pushes to the, excuse me, excuse me, presenting. This is what, this is who that was. That was her role. That was her role. In so much that earlier, Yeko was talking about, you know, the children uh, mimicking and uh, her husband, David, and I had some water bottles and they wanted some water and we had some leftovers. So I was like, yeah, here you go. And they, it was the most adorable thing. They took the bottle cap and were sharing the rest of the water with each other. It was like literally two inches of water left in the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, we're going to share this together because it's about community. It's not about the individual. It's about Mm -hmm. being a family, which is dope. So David and I like, yo, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And it's just so simple. And then all of a sudden the water's gone and gone. Water's gone. They're gone. Yeah. Water's gone. (laughs) The water was gone and <laughs> they took the water bottles and started and started doing the rhythm, yeah. the drumming rhythm with the water bottles, just like in rhythm, in sync. And just we're just like, yo, this is dope. And then Big Mama, this is like the next day or two days later, mm-hmm. and it's the actual ceremony. And Big Mama scouts me like she's she's in the middle of the ceremony and she sees our group coming and I see her and I'm in the back. I like specifically put myself in the back with David (laughs) in the shade. And here she comes, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And just puts her hand out and like, didn't put it. She was like, come on. I was like, yeah. Once that happens, there's no saying no. (laughs) 
And that was actually one of the first times, um, excuse me, while I grab my cord because my laptop's about to die. Um, nope, no stress. Um, prior to that, you know, as a student of ours, Justin was only um, considered himself, you know, a drummer, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it was only a matter of time before he would realize that you can't just call yourself a drummer because for us, music, it incorporates all that. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's when, when you talk about music, we're not just talking about actively playing a drum. There's music and song and singing. There's music in the dance. So when we say music, we mean all of it. It's all inclusive. And, right. you know, it, when you have to institutionalize this traditional way of life, yes, you then break things up to where, you know, you have drumming class, you have dance class, you have the song class. And then together, mm-hmm. you know, you put it um, together for, you know, performance purposes. But that's how it's taught here, you know. Um, but back at home, yeah. So Justin <laughs> came to that realization really <laughs> quick. And that was the first time he ever did our basic movement, that dance. Yeah. Because all along while he was here, he just had been a drummer, drumming, playing the mm-hmm. music, right? Playing the music, playing the music. Never occurred to him to ever associate the dancing to it. And but he figured it out <laughs> real quick. <laughs> they grabbed him and he was like, oh, my God, what do I do? <laughs> that was his first time dancing ever. And then funny enough, since then. He felt, uh, you know, the importance of, you know, just evening out. Ah, uh, Nice. Just his understanding of our music and just getting that other part to it because it goes hand in hand, number one. And number two, what you do with in the dance really just strengthens your drumming even more because Mm -hmm. of how you're applying that rhythm. Right. It's that understanding, that internal understanding. Yeah. And so it just made him even a better drummer because now he really recognizes rhythms because he's trying to, in his head, apply it to the movement. And then he's like, oh, and certain bells are going off. And that's what it is about this style of of music that people really don't latch on to and understand. it's not just about drumming to drum, but you're drumming in a way that is uh, providing, you know, uh, um, another understanding for 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 the movement aspect of it. And then even when you're singing the songs, too. Yeah. Which is why, again, my. I guess introduction to being able to drum was just that much easier because I had all the dance and that rhythmic capability through that allowed me to just seamlessly be able to then transpose that onto playing the drums or playing the bell or playing the the shaker the rattle mm-hmm Now that you're now that you're talking about dance, another wonderful experience that happened in Ghana was you got to take it 
back to the beginning, back ah, to the origins, back yes. to the roots. Uh, you got in touch with the University of Ghana Dance Ensemble and coordinated an exchange between them and us yeah. for two days where we traded, not traded, but we exchanged. We danced together. They yeah. taught us some of their stuff. And That's then what you, it was. Yep. And it was the most, again, just that, it was, it was interesting because in the beginning, I think both parties were very just like, okay, nice to meet. This is okay. We're going to do this. And then by the time we started dancing, the dance brought us so much closer together that mm -hmm. dance is an international language that we got to speak the same way. We got to move the same way. And we really became really, really close that after, cause they went first, they had their day first. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, oh my God, we're so excited to see what you're going to do tomorrow. And it's so excited that you got to do it. And we, then they performed it after they taught us what they did. They performed it, how that they would perform it. And Brighton as well. Uh, Yako's son was eight at this time yeah. <clears throat> and had his favorite song. I'm going to make your hands clap <laughs> that we were all dying from. And he even taught. Two of the girls from the two of the women from the Ghana Dance Ensemble, yeah. his, because he literally played it nonstop, like literally played the song nonstop. I was only there for three and a half weeks and they were there for two and a half weeks before me. So by the time I got there, they're like, Gamble, just so you know. I'm like, no, it's okay. It's cute. They're like, okay, okay, cool. And then by our number three right. that I was there, I was like, okay, B, let, come on, bro, let's uh let's play a game. Let's play Uno. Let's Let's turn the, and That's then he wanted really to have it as a soundtrack. Playing Uno because you were trying to distract him from. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Your Uno games were very, uh, oh. yes, calculated. <laughs> yes. But, uh, so it was just, even, even with Brighton being able to bring right. that into the exchange and they were really having, we were like, oh God, he's going to, and they were like, oh my God, he's so cute. This is so much fun. They enjoyed and they it. really yes. wanted to, Yeah, it was so dope. It was, how did that, how was that, uh, how can I ask this? How was that for you knowing the history of that, again, that legacy, that family legacy starting there was, that I mean, started that full circle and yeah. you know in talking to the director currently at that time and telling him who i was like he immediately knew and he was like oh yeah i remember hearing stories of your mother who was a phenomenal dancer like one of the principal dancers and i was like yeah sounds about right um <laughs> And so even to hear that, you know, at this point in this stage of the game, so many years later that they still had an impact and that they are still somehow, you know, referenced and remembered mm. from, you know, those early days was, was amazing. And I felt so honored and proud and glad that I could just be back there and, you know, wish that we had more time we were you know hopefully going to go back for a third day yeah. but yeah it was just really cutting into all the other stuff that we had to do um yeah. because yeah we were still waiting for uh jessica's husband who was coming mm. straight from south africa because he had some family business going on there 
Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was great. Um, and definitely, yeah, just that full circle moment, you know, my destiny was fulfilled. I'm so, and I was so happy to be part of that. Again, it's being around the family legacy, you're just honored and humbled at what you're being brought in and around and being right. Uh, allowed in, not allowed into, but you know what I mean? Like you're being brought into it. Yeah. Being given <clears throat> a, a window Access, or a yeah. doorway to, yeah. Yeah. And it's just all of it. Like that trip. A lot of people are like, how was Ghana? I was like, you wouldn't understand. Like <laughs> you wouldn't understand what this trip was because one Ghana isn't a resort travel. It's not, I would like, everybody needs to experience Ghana, but not everybody can experience Ghana Mm, because it is very, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? You have to be comfortable with yourself to be able to withstand yourself Mm. in Ghana. If that makes sense Mm -hmm. that you're not going to get a bunch of amenities and the Royal treatment and stuff like that. You have to be grounded, but here's the thing. And this is the kicker. And I, and this is one of the reasons why it took so long. Well, aside from work for David to go, Mm -hmm. we had been married for in 2017 would have been 23 years. Right. And that was his first trip. You've been married um, for how long now? 25 years? Yeah. No, 21. Oh, no, yes. It would have been 20 it would have been 21 years that you were married because it's 4 years later now. Yes. That's what I was trying to yeah. say. Thank you. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. and uh yeah, going to back to what you said about expectations and it not being a resort travel destination but still being you know, that's that's one of the things that I could never put words to or an understanding of feeling, but I always love going back home. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going back to lay out on white sandy beaches. Mm-mm. I wasn't going back to, you know, go on these awesome, like I, I, I was, it, it, I, even now, as I'm trying to explain it to you, I can't. Right. It's you went back for experience. Living, you know, it's 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 a it's a harsh life, like you saw mm-hmm. the poverty, um, mm-hmm. that was just it's it's. But tell me that I could go back tomorrow and not have to worry about the pandemic or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. on the first flight back. You know what I'm saying? Like I will be there in a heartbeat. Right with Why? you. I can't explain it, so don't ask. This, <laughs> this, uh, what the the way I broke it down for a lot of people was, the people in a, the people in Accra don't have much, but in what they have, they have everything that they need because mm-hmm. it's again about the community and the relationship, and having, not 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 having and not wishing you had more or something like that. But it's like we have this. All right, cool. We have. We have this, we have this. Okay, I'm going to share it with you. You're here with me. I will make sure there's enough for you to get through. Um, the making, whose birthday was it that we got a cake made for, a surprise birthday cake made for? And I went down oh, the street to the Kim, girl who was uh, Derek's wife. Yeah. 
that I went down to the woman that was the cake woman. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you want this, you want that. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. I got you covered. I was like, okay, how much when I pick up? She's like, oh, don't worry about it. I got you covered. I'll bring it to the house. And I was like, no, it's, <laughs> but like, of course, also auntie mercy knew everybody. So <laughs> that was a thing. But, uh, like Auntie Mercy, how do you even describe a Auntie Mercy? Like she's not even big mama. Auntie Mercy, she's no. like brother man from the fifth floor. She's <laughs> like, I mean, she's like that. And then she's like, I mean, ask her what her job <laughs> is. I do everything like I, you needed. Um, I, I mean, I can't to change money. She had she changed money. She, she had the tailors. A poor, she almost gave that man a whooping. Talk about you shorted me and you're gonna come back over here and walk in the rain and pay me with interest. Like, I mean, <laughs> from getting our money changed so that we didn't have to be bothered to go to the bank and Thanks. deal with that hassle. From like, I mean, she always had every hookup into everything. I, I just don't even understand how she does it. The shopping, the drivers, the restaurants, the right. bars, the laundry, the tailors. Yes. yes. Not to oh, mention the, the food that she cooked for us every day. You and the tailor. Yo. That whole debaucherous, like, <laughs> when you came back with what you designed with the tailor, and then David and Derek saw it, they were like, what? <laughs> what? wait, what? He can do that? Wait. And you were just like, uh, because you didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a former designer. I know what I wanted. Y'all looked in magazines like, oh, this looks nice. Yeah. This looks nice. I was like, I want this, this, and this. And I want it to fit this way. And I want it to have it this way. Not once, not twice, but three times. That poor Taylor, that man, David and Derek then went back like five or seven times talking about... <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh my gosh, the stories. I wanted to say what I was the one more thing I wanted to say about that whole thing. The Taylor? Uh, oh, Auntie Marcy. No, just no, just just in <laughs> just just in general. But I'll I'll finish I'll finish <laughs> off the Ghana trip with the most humbling and respecting. I don't even know if that's a word respecting, but respectable. I don't know. But uh, Yako mentioned that dad retired in 2007 and I was at the ceremony and like Yako was just running around trying to do everything. And I'm Ooh. a former event planner and I just was like, all right, I got this covered. Go take care of the performance. I'll take care of everything over here. I'll make sure everything's cool. Don't worry about it. Just because it's family. Um, like in the episode with flips, I was talking about like being authentic and just seeing when your family needs help, you just want to jump in, make sure that things okay. That's all I did. Nothing, no expectations out of it. I just wanted the event to go off without Yako having to stress out. Yeah. You <laughs> you saw and your that I, was, I mean, yeah. I hadn't eaten the whole day. I was yelling at yeah. folks trying to get the stay and the dancer and you were just like okay breathe you go yeah. stay there I'll, I'll handle this let's go and then you ended up having to run and and drive somewhere you didn't even know I did. but you had to go get ice and yeah. all this stuff like i literally and it was fine the day before i think i believe yeah 
Uh, you had never been up to CalArts before. And nope. just in your gamble, just way, f- figured it out and handled all that needed to be handled with the party, the after party, the food, the, 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 the decor, all the, like the delivery. It was, and that's the thing, like I knew that I could relax because you had it. Like I had some family, like real biological family yeah. that I was just like, eh. But <laughs> that you were there, I was just like, okay. Because I didn't even handle it. I couldn't even leave it up to my own <laughs> No, I I was like, I got, I, I even told, I was like, all right, fam. So this is what y'all, y'all just stay over there. I got, we going to do it this way. And so apparently, <laughs> apparently from, from your words that dad never forgot that. Mm-hmm. And he was just so thankful for me helping out. And I'm like, ah, it's all good. No stress. So we're in Ghana and we're at the family house in Accra and one day we're sitting down and he's like, Mike, what do you like to drink? I'm like, he's like, do you like rum? I'm like, no, I'm actually a whiskey guy. But if you're having, he's like, oh, don't worry about it. I got you covered. And I'm like, oh, cool. I get to have a glass with dad. Like I get to, I get to have a drink with my proper elder. Like this is going to be cool. And I never thought really thing about it whatsoever. And then like a couple, a couple nights, he was like, Mike, I need you to fix the DVD player so we can watch the oh. uh, video of the, I was like, all right, cool. No problem. Sure. I got here. I'm a, I'm the technical guy. I'll switch the TV around and do all this stuff. I got you covered. No problem. I'll plug the computer into it. I got this covered. Great. Yes. So then one day, all of the, uh, all the male family, not all, but many of the male family members that came over and I thought yeah. it was just, they were coming over cause we were going to like, we were hanging out. There were always people at the house coming to see, cause you guys hadn't been in a while. And that's just what and they Kiana do. They appear when right. dad is there. They always make their yeah. Uh, and it was cool because we were always grilling. We were always cooking. We were always having fun. We always had beer or drinks around the house. Like people just chilling, coming in and out. Straight up. For those that are black, you know, it's straight up cookout. Like we hang out. You just hang in the house. People come over. You chill. Mm-hmm. So then I'm outside with the kids, and I forget who it was, but one of the one of the males was like, Mike, can you come in the house for a second? I was like, yeah, sure. And I walk in and dad's sitting on the couch with all of the males behind him. And he goes, have a seat. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they present me with this bottle of, it was a bottle of Hennessy that he specifically had ordered to the house for me to thank me for what I had done 10 years earlier. years ago. Yeah. So little backstory behind the scenes, what you don't know is that um, when I initially had all the plans made and I told him that, you know, a few people will be coming with us. And he asked you if he knew any of them. And I was like, yeah, Derek. And then I told him, um, Michael. And he was like, Michael, who's that? And I said, uh, Mike, the one that uh, came and helped out for your retirement concert. And then that was it. It was like, okay. So he had this plan. <laughs> he knew that he wanted to um, do this for you because that is part of culturally speaking, when you want to show appreciation 
Um, we talked about this earlier about libation, yeah. how we just have libation all the time for one reason or another, which doesn't even really have to be a reason. But nonetheless, a sit down requires libation. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's always liquor on hand, plenty of yeah. alcohol. <laughs> um, we're not even going to talk about. We're not even going to talk about the Ghanaian moonshine. Right. Liquor. Right. I, but this. <laughs> um, so he wanted to make sure that he did this in Anyako so that he had all the other. Um, uh, because he's one of the aside from Alfred, his brother. Um, uh, there were at that time three others that were still in line um, of being elders and then high ranking nephews, if you will, that are uh-huh. at that age um, as well. So they were the ones that were present who he told about all of this and how he explained, you know, this man was not a relation, you know, but he came and he did all of this for the sake of me, his daughter, for him. And that's something, that extension, when someone does something and goes out of their way for their child, like, that's it, you know? Um, And when you do for your child or when you do for my child, you're doing for me. And so he always saw that as something that needed to be, you know, uh, appreciated and thanked in the proper cultural way. And so um, he wanted to do that in Anyako with uh, all the remaining um, high-ranking elders, if you will, um, of our family and present that to you. Also, you know, with everybody else because he wanted to just make a big deal out of it because it was a big deal for him. So anyway, <sighs> continue. So yeah, you came in thinking that it was just some kind of random moment sitting, sitting down. <laughs> and uh, yes. I, <laughs> I, I, now I'm the same thing. I, I was speechless then. I'm speechless now, even now hearing this backstory about it. Even like no matter, anytime I talk about the story, I get uh, verklumped. <laughs> I, I got to catch my breath. I can't <laughs> gasp but uh like i was in tears and then i was slightly embarrassed because i was in tears in front of all the guys of the family i was like hold 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 it together come on now like but it was just it was for me realizing the tradition and the honor that was being bestowed upon me at this what i was being brought into right was an unexpectedly, of course, I shouldn't expect it whatsoever, but it was just, it was so overwhelming that I was thankful and uh, gratuitous. I was, I had so much gratitude for what was happening, but I was so overwhelmed because it wasn't necessary, but it had it, it had it to be done. I can't even talk. (laughs) It had to be done from dad's perspective, from the traditions and with every with the family around and it was just like yo and i still as i always show you every summer yeah have my bottle there it is i still got it and as i did with you last time on the phone i did my libation with it it's still some left not a lot but this bottle is four years old and i only drink it on special occasions i have a glass and nice. I will probably keep the bottle in the box when it's gone because that y'all don't understand. It is straight up like some Lion King shit that happened to right, me. Where yes. 
it like I don't I can't it was yo uh defining moment of my life not my career my life I've talked about a few defining moments of my career but that will go down in my history forever special I gotta tell you I gotta tell you and he doesn't do that for a lot of folks I mean like I said there are even certain family members that don't get that. <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah, it really, really means a lot. Oh, and Lord. It but, meant a lot for yeah. me to just see you be in that place with us, you know? Yeah. So, and this is why I keep telling y'all this is my family. This is my big sis. This, yep. this goes years and through history and through continents and through. <laughs> Through, through traditions. That's just family isn't always blood. Family is family. Mm-hmm. It's how it happens. And I'm so glad that all those years ago we connected from our both random experiences and in getting into Marshall Dan's company yeah. <laughs> and through all these years and just having fun. Um. All right. So before we go. Yes. I don't even... I don't even know how long we've been talking for. I, it's got to be, it's got to be like hours? three hours. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, does, it doesn't matter because it's people need to hear. They they were educated today. You gonna learn today? I bet y'all learned, didn't y'all? Right. Listen, coming up with here talking about nah 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 nah. You educated, okay? But yeah. there's one last sequence that I always do before I sign off with my guests, and my last name is Gamble. So I play off of that. I bought a roulette table and the roulette table is filled with 16 shot glasses. Bet on black. Yeah, always bet on black. Surefire bet. (laughs) Now, if we were in the studio together when Corona and the pandemic is over, hopefully we can do this where uh, what will happen is each shot glass represents uh, a question. Mm -hmm. And so the ball goes around, it lands on a number, I read the question. And if you don't want to answer it, you would have to do a shot. And then we would go to the next one. But hopefully you trust me and we'll just do it anyway. Oh, she's got a shot of water. Okay. Yes. We'll, we'll do it that way. <laughs> Not really what I was thinking, but right, that works too. I know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we take it around and we land on lucky number <laughs> it's just rolling around number 5 okay lucky number 5 which is oh we've had this once before um a choreography or job you'd like that you wish you had done and or anything that you would have changed about it? Well, funny, you just lastly mentioned The Lion King uh, because that would have been the one job I wish I could have done. I actually auditioned for when they were bringing it out to the Pantages. Um, Mm -hmm. so, uh, and that actually happened on the day that 9-11 happened, which also is another reason why it's so embedded in my memory 
I had that audition and I was so worried that somehow it would be canceled because, you know, things were going back and forth with how, you know, uh, then Twin Towers were being attacked and then the Pentagon mm. and, and, and then they started saying, oh, well, certain areas in Los Angeles, like the terrorists were on their way out here. And so like everybody was in a frenzy, frantic mass hysteria, like, you know, oh my God, they're going to, you know, hit the Hollywood sign or something. So I was stressing, worrying about, you know, my audition that, uh, would be canceled, but anyhow, uh, made the audition, nothing, you know, happened with the audition, but, um, didn't make the cut. I had a call back, but didn't make that cut. Um, mm-hmm. but that was my like all time want to, uh, be in the cast for that because the Lion King, the movie was my favorite Disney animation of all time. Um, because, you know, just of the connection to the storyline of that, aside from it mm. being an animation about animals, but it really wasn't just about the animals. It was just about the ideology of African spirit, culture, tradition, mm. and, you know, just the lineage of generational, just uh, passing uh, teachings and lessons. Yeah understandings, you know, way of life, circle of life, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but then, interestingly enough, I want to say, I don't know, <laughs> a year what? or two later, I can't exactly remember how many years after that, mm-hmm. The Lion King 2 um, movie came out, which was uh, called Simba's Pride, I believe. The storyline yes. that takes off when Simba then marries Nala and they have their offspring and then it's the circle of life continues. Right, and then they meet um, they meet uh, Scar's son or something. Yes, probably another little tidbit that you don't know. Um, I was uh, contacted, I can't remember who the connection was, but somehow they got a hold of me and I did the choreography for the premiere party for that. Oh, at Grauman's Chinese Theater. Yes, it was a big gala celebration. What year was this? Whenever that move, I don't remember. You'll have to do your research. Whenever we- Lion King. <laughs> we didn't know each other then. No, no. So okay, so I was gonna, so I was be like, so where was I, sis? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. It was before I'm you. If there yeah. can be a time that was before Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Gamble makes the world go round. There is no uh, time before me. <laughs> BG as opposed to BC, BG before. You're right. Dope though. That's so that came full circle, circle of life. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so yeah. That did I answer the question by the way? I think I answered it in yes. The, yes, okay. We kept going. You wanted to you wanted to do Lion King. Lion King would be the right. job you wanted to do. Right. Now, uh you said it was your favorite uh Disney movie. Did you see the new one? The anim- the, the live action. I it wasn't to- live. There weren't freaking live animals they were animated animals it wasn't live okay whatever they want to call it that's what they called yeah. it or deemed it yes i guess whatever you, you didn't see you didn't you, you don't seem happy see about it. it let's just say 
I actually walked out the theater because I didn't want to finish it. <laughs> they, 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 they mangled it for me. Um, mm-hmm. No, and it had they from what I have. It had nothing to do with Beyonce. People want to say, "Why are you hating on Beyonce?" It had nothing to do with that. Just what they did to it. They changed from. I haven't seen it either, but they changed the. From what I hear, they changed not a lot, but enough of a lot of the story that made like, it lose that thing for me. Mm. <laughs> I just, I did not enjoy it. I did not enjoy it. Okay. Did not. Yes. Okay. Ask the gym. going back. I walked out the theater. I, I walked out. <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> oh, now going back, it. going back to the original, because the musical is not very. <laughs> uh the movement style is not very indicative yeah. of where the story takes place. That's my very politically correct way of saying okay. this. Yes. Would you would you have done anything differently with it? Or like would you know what I mean? I like as a would. I probably would, especially now as we see, you know, this movement with Afrobeat, right? Mm-hmm. And again, talking about that hybrid and mm-hmm. uh, interconnecting and, you know, um, movement technology and mm-hmm. just really understanding that movement in all forms, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I understand what they wanted to do with it and how they had to make it mainstream. Fine. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, but yeah, that probably would have been my addition to it currently. Um, and making it more indicative as you say, or at least, at least trying to, um, incorporate, uh, uh, traditional movement more, whether mm-hmm. it's from that region. Now, again, the idea of the Lion King, you know, mm-hmm. where specifically are we talking about? There's that right. broad thinking or understanding yeah. of Africa. Right. Um, <laughs> but where? <laughs> because there's so much. Right. Um, and even, you know, with Black Panther, there's a perfect example of that, but that was done a lot better. And at least mm-hmm. that, you know, they went to the right people for authentic music. Mm-hmm. Again, Wakanda is fictional, so you can't really precisely define geolocation. Right. Or or or, or, or tribal differences. Right. Mm-hmm. They were just trying to give a feel of a more. Um, a more appropriate representation of mm-hmm. um so there's a difference with that where at least in that sense they did research different ethnic tribes you have representation of maasai type mm-hmm. of regalia you had representation yeah. of you know in the music with uh and i know the the uh musical director uh kara mack her husband magat who's the son mm-hmm. of another um african uh, uh, drummer. Um, mm-hmm. so that was all Senegalese 
and 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 Sabar music. Um, so they did their work in getting a li- little more of that authenticity, right? But it wasn't mm-hmm. specific to just one ethnic tribe. But anyhow, right. yeah, that's where the Lion King lost it with me. And as you were touching on, it wasn't very indicative of, you know, specifics. It was just a broad Hollywoodized, mm-hmm. you know, representation of Africa, mm-hmm. which then I guess was okay. But was <laughs> it really? I don't know. Right. We could be here for another two hours. Going <laughs> Well, we'll have to do it again and go through some more. Two more, two more references to Africa for you. One, I found out through you that oh. later you yeah. ended up doing another African movie, anime, Afri- animated African representation movie. That's yeah. a lot to say. Yes. And Which one? that was Madagascar 2 also. Um, what is it with me in the sequels? But anyway. <laughs> uh, and this one was Escape to Africa, where the animals kind of made their pilgrimage back home, if you will, after being caged and, you know, being you know, Americanized. And they they went back to their roots of the... African is that wait a minute is there some is there some subconscious line of thought in that <laughs> I never now that you now that you mentioned that that's very okay we're that's another keep, keep going keep going with what you did <laughs> we're not but done noted. you see that's, we, okay. <laughs> um yes so uh yeah if you remember that i don't know if you even watched the first one the first one was kiana's mm-hmm. favorite movie of all time the move it move it song with with king mm-hmm. julian i that was on replay you want to talk about brighton with hand clap <laughs> that was on replay with kiana when she was little um so anyway that was our household disney movie that she loved uh sorry not disney uh what is it the other one dreamworks DreamWorks. Um, so anyhow, for the second one, for that, like that was full circle for me because it was like, oh, my gosh, we lived off of the first movie because that was Kiana's favorite. And so it just felt like the stars were aligned and, you know, it was just handed to me because it just was meant to be. Um, so uh, and there were certain parts of it that I worked with Titus on. So this was through Debbie Allen. Um, I. Mm-hmm forgot to mention when I was talking about Lula in my dance career, the different uh, uh, parts to that. And so Lula Washington was one with her company and then, you know, the lupus thing happened and whatnot. So then I kind of fell into the hands of Debbie Allen for a little time and point. And that's where, you know, uh, I had my uh, connections with uh, Titus. And Mm so um, Titus is a world famous, uh, West African dancer. Cameroon, dude was yes. Mm-hmm. Dude was dope. Known as Sorry, he, I digress. He's the big, huge teddy bear. He's like six eight or something. Huge, tall, big build, but I mean, amazing, amazing speed. He's what he's the dream. He's what the dreams of many white women were made of when they thought of the continent of Africa. Just putting right. it out there. <laughs> So 
yes, got called to do, um, was flown out to Sacramento um, on a few separate occasions. Um, we were, I worked with Titus at the studio here for the partnering section, which was the Moto Moto and Gloria scene in the grotto. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Titus and I. Um, and, uh, yeah, then I did when I was flown out to DreamWorks, so that's where I did the motion capture shoot suit. And I was, um, I was literally drawn by animators. I was doing different movement sequences while they were around, you know, one of those studios mm-hmm. and they were just going about their business. So, um, I did all the dance sequences uh, in that movie, the section where they're doing the um, the sacrifice where I can't remember the giraffe's character's name. Um, nope, neither can I. Uh, where he was going in to be sacrificed and then they're like in this volcanic area and they're doing these movements um that was all my choreography and alex the lion he has a main scene in the beginning um that was my choreography as well so that was really pretty and then seeing how they interpreted that right it's amazing Mm -hmm. to just understand the work that they have to do in their animation in their drawing and all the digital stuff after the fact to create that movement so that it can be recognized as movement as opposed to just, you know, drawings doing like jerky stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, best believe, you know, I was in that movie theater uh, for the premiere watching, trying to see if I could really see my movement and if they jacked it up. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that was that was a great experience as well. And uh, yeah. And then there's one more I want to bring up. Yes. In 2009, you got to be a part of one of the which has to be one of my most irritating outside of Gangnam Style. For some reason, this song just pissed me off because I think everybody played it everywhere. But you got to perform with Shakira. Oh, yes. I was like, or, wait, what's he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> waka Waka. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that, that was so, fun, too. Uh, uh, um, talk about it. Well, and it's funny because prior to that, uh, again, working with Titus, um, we got to do the pre-launch um, because it was the World Cup, and mm-hmm. they usually have this pre-launch for the design of the ball that's going to be used in the World Cup. Because uh, apparently mm-hmm. the balls are specific in their design, um, as well as the logo. So it was sponsored by Adidas, and it was this big, huge thing out in Santa Monica where they did the unveiling uh, and it was a pre-launch and we did a performance for that. And, um, I got all sorts of swag, mm. jumpsuits and, and whatnot, shoes. And that was fun. And it was the unveiling of the, the, the world cup logo that was, um, on the ball. 
And mm-hmm. again, each World Cup, it's a different design. So um, that was that was fun. And then shortly after that was when Shakira, uh, well, it was announced that she would be doing the theme song, which involved specific artists from South Africa, because that's where it was going to be the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, these well-known artists in a specific um, area of South Africa um, were on the track with her. And um, then, yes, they were shooting the video and I got wind of it through Titus. Um, he couldn't make it, but I was able to. And yeah, that's how that went down. And of course, all the scenes, all they shoot, all the main scenes that I was in got cut except for one tiny little part towards the end where it was a group shot of everybody. So you have to kind of hit pause to be able to see me. Yeah. (laughs) But But you were there. Yes, I was there. But you were there. And I got the money. (laughs) And you got to do the uh, pre-gala, which is actually kind of more cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Dope. Okay. So make sure you watch Madagascar 2. Make sure you watch Lion King 2. Make sure you press pause at the end of the group shot to look for Yako and Waka Waka. <laughs> I'm in the bottom left hand corner. <laughs> okay. We're going we're gonna to look for it. So where can, if people want to, where can they find you? Do you have, is, do you have Instagram and is it open? Yes, I do. It is open. So it is at Yelako, which are the first two letters of each of my names. Y-E for Yeko, L-A for the Lanzaco, and C-O for Cole, Yelako. Um, and then uh, on Facebook, it's just my full name, Yeko Lanzaco Cole. Um, Snapchat um, or TikTok? TikTok is same at Yelako. I'd like to keep it yeah. easy and simple because I'm not branding. <laughs> right. Yes. Let's 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 keep it at that. Um uh, and-, <laughs> and say it was for other reasons, but we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then also she is highly active on TikTok, and you can see her daughter Kiana featured as well. Yes. Kiana has come into her dancing. She used to be shy on the side not really into she wanted to dance but she didn't really want to be in the dance but now she's all about it and she's driving now and uh what else any a facebook facebook yeko lots of coal uh instagram yela coal and tiktok yela at yela coal yes Cool. So then also, if you're not doing it yet, make sure you're following at Gamble's Green Room to stay up to date of all my new guests coming up, as well as some behind the behind the scenes, as well as bonus footage for you to check out. Also, stay in tune to gamblesgreenroom.com because I will be releasing some Gamble's Green Room merch in the coming months. Uh, Ooh, keep on top to of that. that as well. Right? I'm saying you're going to be having swag up in this bitch. And then uh, we have episodes released every 1st and 15th of the month on your favorite digital streaming service. Make sure you like, subscribe, and leave a review and comment. Yako, my big sis, thank you so much for being here. I love you so much. 
Mwah, big hugs represent for the family up in Cha. Yeah. And then we'll have to we'll have to come back and do it again and tell more stories and get a little bit more education for the peoples up in here about all the different cultures and what we do in the continent and there and around the diaspora. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's about. So I'm Mike Gamble, your host, signing off on another wonderful episode of Gamble's Green Room. I hope you guys enjoyed. I will see you on the next episode.